Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Dungeons and Junkies presents The Fall of Osha, Episode 24, You and Yours. In the last episode of The Fall of Osha, the party were finally reunited for good, with Moira being found face-to-face with their next opponent. After a fight with the disgusting skin stealer, Shard was treated to a small treasure trove of information that Moira managed to recover in her absence about their son. What comes next as the party make their way through the trials? Well, let's find out. You all go through the door, I assume. Sean <laughs> stalks through the door. Okay. When you're all through, the door behind you vanishes. And Follow can I get everyone- Follow the Angi indeed. Can I get everyone to make me a deck safe, please? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, natural 20 plus 2, so 22. 25. 11. 30, 22. Okay, nobody, get, nobody manages to hurt themselves. But there's a <laughs> click, and the floor suddenly turns into a giant slide. So you will slide... Wait. Oh no, look at that! It's like arms crossed at the front, annoyed. <laughs> no fun allowed. <laughs> fun is not allowed here. If this was a cheerful moment, I'm hoping at least some one of the party would have gone. Eee! Probably Oberon. <laughs> Oberon's Ober- tentacles go. Uh, Oberyn's tentacles are trying to drag along the sides of the walls to kind of slow Oberyn's descent because he doesn't know where this is going to exit. Okay. You will slide volcano. to a gentle stop. Damn it. And you're now in a room with three doors. There's a set of stairs going up, a set of stairs going along, and a room of rest. Say a room of rest. The room of rest is tempting. Yeah. Last time I'm literally we didn't. going into the room of rest. Yeah, I, Bye, y'all. <laughs> in, like seeing a room of rest would not even question anything else and head the fuck in there. Okay, yeah. three bye. of us who aren't yeah. monks are like bye. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone goes into the room of rest. Let's see what room of rest do you get. Ooh, the room of rest you get. You will get shot. Is made to look like a field of flowers. There's five tents and some log benches around a campfire. It's a it's early evening in this room. It's just decorated to look nice, and it smells like wildflowers. And there's stars all on the ceiling. But now you're in here, you'll be undisturbed for the next eight hours. Nothing can get in, and only you can get out. Over and just literally walks forward into this field, doesn't make it to a tent, and just collapses onto the ground and just goes, I'm not moving, 
I am taking a trance. Nobody talk to me. Please, I have enough voices in my head as you all speak to me enough. Fuck off, Blanche. And Oberyn closes his eyes and goes into a trance. Who the hell's Blanche? One of his tentacles. He named them? Rose, B, Blanche, and Sophia. Sophia's the one that was chewed on. Sophia has angry red chew marks all up her. Uh, while Oberyn sleeps, they also, they don't. They're all just, like, still in the air and, like, at times just, like, will stare at you for no reason. Jasper shudders. Charlie, are you okay? Um, given everything, yeah, to be honest. I know that we haven't seen eye to eye recently, and for that I apologise. For it's worth you, you with us. I know we all. I know we all give you a hard time, and to be fair, so rich at the time. You deserved, but you were right. I can see why you guys would feel that way about smoke. Well, we've all done some things we're not proud of, to be fair. Indeed. Are you ever going to explain, Moira? Because we're all angry. But every time we've asked you for your side of the story, it's always been one-word answers or shit like I was told to do. There's clearly more to it than that if you're just letting us rip, rip you apart for it. There is... so much... Um, about her um, I didn't it's hard to put into words okay it was not just a case of it was instructions it was a case of do it or you're killed sort of thing you know That is the kind of information you lead with, Moira. I mean, in fact, she did try to kill me. So I thought it would be enough for reason to... I didn't want to kill her. I was told to kill her. Instead, I just... I... I was lent magic, so I, I can't do that sort of magic. I can't blind people at will. Yay? I should be more forthcoming about. We've I'm all done shit we aren't proud of, Moira. I'm sorry about that, alright? Considering it's all, Oberyn's it's entire deal, well, of I course. think we're not going to except it, you saying it was that or die it's sort of like, it's almost as if the voice in my head couldn't think of the actual damn words to say out loud the first time and just sort of went with it you tell the voice in your head to buck up it's like every time I try to do something good in my life 
something bad happens. I I left all of our behind. And I tried to do good. Uh, you know, join up with you guys. I tried to help the village. All, all I ended up doing was end up fucking things up. And I ended up I was getting captured. It's my fault. Us getting captured wasn't your fault. It was collective stupidity. I tried to miss his up through a fucking barrier. Yeah, but you and Charlie both... both made the logical statement that yeah, we really should have rested before going in. We were in no state to fight, but... Oberon and I were led by our emotions. We cared too much about who was in there to think about whether we were the right people for the job. Have you heard any news? About... I, I haven't seen the others. They're in here somewhere, last I heard. They're alive. All three of them? I don't know about Ned. So how is Ned still alive? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not asking for your forgiveness. I mean, I know that I usually shoot first, shoot a couple more times, and then when everyone's dead, try and ask a question or two. I didn't mean to barbecue over him, obviously. We've all thought about it. So it looks mildly alarmed when you say that. What, Jasper? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you haven't been with him this long. <laughs> you spent the entire time in my cave system bitching about my cave system. What's wrong with caves? That's what I said. They're a bit low ceilinged. He's a bit low ceilinged. To be fair, I'm quite tall. You are. But you didn't complain the entire time. No, I... I, I got on with it because it was, you know, it was what we had to do. Flashback to the time Charlie Princess carried Moira for a bit and bumped her head on the ceiling. <laughs> God, the good old days at level five where we had no issues and no tsunamis. Any more revelations whilst you're all gathered around the fire, as it were? Or has Moira still got more to say? Um, not really. You all. Charlie got any horrifying secrets to share? Hmm. Nothing that, nothing that's really that interesting. Looking for my brother. He went missing after our mother was murdered. But I've told you all of this. That's it for me, really. I couldn't kill a... I didn't have the balls to kill one of the people behind all of it, so I put them in a wheelchair. What was that from Chad a minute ago? No. Uh, you all would hear while Oberyn is in his trance. Every once in a while, you just hear under his breath Oberyn saying, Have to escape. Have to escape. 
Oh, if no one else has any dramatic secrets, I'm going to Hang lie on. first on the floor for a while. <laughs> Hang on. This guy. That, you know, Jasper, was it? Jasper's oh, cool. Jasper's cool. Yes. Moya stands up from her log and walks over to Jasper and sort of like, like walks around him a couple times. Jasper becomes visibly more nervous. You threaten Jasper, Moira, and we're going to fall out again. No, 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 I'm not threatening. I'm sorry for your loss. Tail, I mean. God, bad working, Moira. Uh, oh, um, y- yes. I know um, how important they are. I know how important they are, Charlie, to a tiefling. That's why I'm not that good at balancing. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Moira's coming across really sinister right now. (laughs) I know. I know how important they are. What's this number? Ah, yes. I brought up this number a few times, actually. But Jasper has... He's probably still got his little badge thing on because he doesn't have that many clothes. He's got 16 or 7 above his name on the badge. That's my number. Hmm. Charles, what number was... Corey? Yeah. 1604, wasn't it? Yes. Were you... In the same... Right. Given Jasper's split skin colour, it's kind of interesting the colour he does go when you ask that. Um, He immediately starts picking compulsively at his fingernails. In the sort of way that screams, yes, but I don't want to say it out loud. Jasper? Was there a 1604 in your regiment? Yes. Why did you end up at that facility and he didn't? He sent me there, rather than away with the others, because I was deemed one of the useless ones. When was this? I don't have an exact date, but a few months ago. Three, maybe four. Shard kind of stands up from where they were kind of leaning back, having like a emotional conversation with people and now they're just all taut energy and restrained anger and they're going to go huffily trance in the corner by, I don't know, glaring at a flower or something Flower withers (laughs) That's what I think of you Yes, but you're not in trouble, okay Not angry, just disappointed Go get get some rest, okay It's been a a tough day. 
I found them because that's what he would have wanted. He's talking more to himself now than anything. Moira will like. Is he sitting down or is he standing up still? He's sitting down. He's just hunching up smaller and smaller. Moira will put a hand on each on each shoulder and <laughs> like 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 stroke the head a little bit, like trying to like, make him feel calmer. He jumps very very violently at your touch and scrambles away from you a bit on reflex. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Moira, 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 Moira. You gotta let Sometimes people just need time to themselves. Okay. I'll be in my tent. Alright. So, um, you're. I've noticed you're fighting it. Your hand to hand combat's a bit sloppy. Thank you. When I when I get when I get up in a bit, because I only need four hours now, meta game a little bit because of a blanket that I got. Got a lot of magic items. If you if you get up at the same time, I'll teach you a bit of hand to hand combat. Thank you, Charlie. Oh no. The envoy dies for no reason. What? Me? Nah, you're imagining things. Okay. Okay. The smile as well. The smile as well. If you really want to know, I'm rolling Jasper some HP because he's only going to have a short rest. I see. <laughs> I'm following getting scared. <laughs> More ducked duck into a tent and zips it close. I'll, I'll keep an eye on the doorway for about half an hour just to be sure, and then I'll get my four hours. There is a and light then, above the door, and it's red, which means it's uh, locked. All right, then I get some sleep. And after I do sleep, I'll just do some warm ups before giving Moira's tent a kick. Well, <laughs> that's next morning. Okay, so you all rest for... Well, do you all stay in the room until the eight hours are up? I think that would be a good idea, but it's up to everyone else. Yeah, even after getting up after the four hours, I would still... There's no reason to leave this room of safety if you don't have to for the eight hours. Four hours of traumatic reading. Oberyn uh, probably looks like Doctor Strange during uh, Endgame, where he's sitting there, except with just the tentacles around him, but his eyes closed for those extra four hours. No, no longer trancing, just still not really talking to anyone and just deep in thought. Yeah, I'll, um, well, once I'm up after my four hours, I'll get some proper training done, because I haven't been able to do any real proper training in my prison cell. That's then, fair. Once I get warmed up, I just give Moira's tent a kick to get them up because they agreed to hand-to-hand combat training. At least I think they did. Up, Charlie was tired. Did Moira agree to hand-to-hand combat training? Um, technically, yes. Okay. 
There you go. Okay, if you can attend, you, you hear what sounds like a, a rumble of lightning inside the tent. <laughs> Did you electrocute yourself, or are you good to go? More emerges, more emerges with what looks like um, a fresh streak of white in her hair. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Right, so, what you got for me then, Charlie? Right. First thing so you've got to work on, so you don't go ass over elbows, is your stance. And I'll, and I'll show more of my stance for regular combat. Get, in, get into the stance, you'll have better balance for a start. Okay. Um, just use my leg to nudge out their legs a little wider. <laughs> you don't need your elbows out so far. That's a bit better. Right now, when I when I throw this punch at you, I want you to swing your left arm upwards and knock it out of the way. Okay. I'll try not to punch you too hard. Okay. So is this a, is this a saving throw for me? Is it? Or... I'll, I'll go for a swing. See if they see see if they can deflect it. Moira, after training, your unarmed strikes now do one d four damage. Moira becomes beefy. Yes, I'm making an overt unarmed strike. Moira remembers not to tuck her thumb in. <laughs> Moira might have done that once. So, Charlie and Moira are training. Oberon is ignoring everybody and the world around him. And I assume Shard is being traumatised in the corner still. Shard's reading through the documents and things. kind of quietly crying to themselves. After some time in the room, a sort of automated voice comes from over your head. 30 minutes remaining. Does does Moira get distracted by um, the 30 minutes remaining? Roll me a d20. Uh, Not you, for Moira. Oh, math, Moira. Well, it's... Yeah. What's the check? I'll read my note, sorry. Um, roll me a d20, please. You look like you jumped out of your skin just then. A little bit. 16. Moro does not break concentration when she hears the voice. Alright, my last my last question is, because I really want to do this for someone, does Moira seem to be getting cocky as they're getting better at this hand-to-hand combat? I don't know. Is Moira? Okay, yeah. <laughs> When I when I think they're getting too cocky, I can't remember what the move is called. I'll do so. I'll just call it the Black Widow, where like my legs end up around their head and <laughs> thrown to the ground. It's a Hogan Rana. That one, yeah. You tr- you. Let's see. Oh, you kill eleven flowers. What have they ever done to you? <laughs> the first flower we've seen in how long? Because of the fucking snow. <laughs> Throw Boyer to the ground. Never underestimate your opponents. Noted. And then I'll help Moira up. Moira Never fight her. someone like her in the first place, Shard says from across the room. No. Um, let's face it, um, Charlie could punch their way out of a concrete box. I mean, apparently they can't, because we were all in there for a month. Okay. Well, actually, you, that you can punch it with a death. Why were you still in? Why were you still here? I, I can I can punch fleshy things to death. I can't punch through thick steel walls. 
So, do you all spend your last half an hour just arguing? <laughs> Sounds like no. hard, of course. I'll, I'll um, get Moira to do some breathing exercises as the last part of the training, and then I notice from where I threw them into the ground, they seem a bit stiff, so I like crack the bottom of their back. Moira dies. <laughs> <laughs> just in a nice way. Carry Moira does not die. Okay, so you've all got everything back now, because since you've had what you need. And the voice over your head eventually goes, Three, two, one. The room of rest is now unlocked. Please collect your things and exit. Or you'll be disintegrated. Oh dear, can we switch up with under voice? I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I realised in that last fight I had evasion, so technically I, I took zero damage for every deck save I passed. Oh, it sucks to be you, I guess. Sucks Fucking damn it! I hate higher level. Uh -huh. <laughs> I never remember any of this. So do you all collect your things and exit, or do you wait for people to come in and go, ah, because there's already people in the room? No, I'll grab my shit and go. Yep. Head on out. We'll, we'll collect her things. Okay. As you all exit, you hear a click as the door locks behind you. So the room of rest can regenerate itself or something. Right. Um, are there still just the two other, the stairway that goes up and the stairway that keeps going on? Yep. Uh, I will look at everyone else and go, well, if we're honestly, I feel like going up is always the best option. Well, did you ever hear that song where they said the only where the lyrics is the only way is up? I can't Charlie, remember, but that might be the better idea. At this moment, I don't know what song you reference, but I I don't care. I think going up is the best course of opinion. So Charlie is voting with me. Shard, Moira, your opinion. I don't care. We should stick together. We, we said it would be better served together. Charlie, if you ever, ever again mention that song by the bard, Heather Small, I will kill you. Up it is, then. I'll take you on that challenge one day. And I just give Moira just a heavy pat on the shoulder before heading towards the upstairs door. Do you still have your heels? No, I did not take those heels with me. So, who leads the way? Uh, I guess at this point I'm leading the way. Okay. I'll I'll probably just like, because I have alert. I'll just um, probably filter to the back. Okay. Can I retrieve the map from um, Jasper and give it to Shard? Okay. You spent, but Jasper spent a lot of that time staring at the map. There's a wonder there's any ink left on it at all. He's been staring at it that hard. But he'll hand it over without any resistance. I think that the child keeps hold of this. He doesn't say anything. But as you all start walking up, the staircase starts spiralling. These aren't natural. These have been carved out of a rather nice grey stone. And they go up and up. And I hope everyone's leg muscles are feeling strong because they continue to go up. For a while, the only interesting thing you see are little patches of moss growing here and there. But 
Oberyn, there... can you roll me a perception, please? Sorry. After you. Well, I was gonna ask, are there any, um, like, battlement openings or anything in this staircase? Like... Nope. Uh, that is a 30. Okay. You're at the front of the queue, and you're the first to hear it. You can hear the sound of ocean waves and seabirds. I will come to a stop and kind of hold my hand up. Okay, I know this is going to sound insane, but... You never. Moira, once again, I brought you back from the cusp of death and I will put you back there if you sass off again. Oberyn, what do you hear? There is a fucking ocean and birds up ahead of us. Considering we had a literal bathtub situation earlier, I'm not surprised. I'm just warning everyone before we actually get to whatever this is that we appear to be coming upon something vast and water-filled and also there seems to be some kind of creatures ahead, so just everyone be on their guard. And with that, I'll keep walking forward. Okay. That better not be electricity, I see, Matt. We've had this conversation. We had this conversation in my second ever episode <laughs> about electricity and salt water. I didn't say I was going to use it. That's what you said last time. Who wants to bet money, Dave? Who wants to? Who wants to bet money that he forgets and tries to cast Witch Bolt? Uh, but you keep going up, and the sounds get clearer. And at the top, there's a wooden door. It's quite an average door. It's just made of planks of wood that have been nailed together quite hastily. The deep sigh over it will just open the door and head through. Okay. I assume the rest of you just follow. If Oberyn's gone first, then I will, yes. Okay. The door opens. And... The first thing you notice is it's daytime. It's like a summer's day out here. Shard immediately <laughs> hates it. Furious <laughs> drown <laughs> And you find yourself on a flat rocky plateau. About two, three foot below the rock is a stunning blue ocean. Just waves and the sky is a bright blue and filled with soft clouds. And you've all walked out of what appears to be a beach hut. The only other thing in this place is a viewfinder. And it's probably one of the nicest things you've seen in a while. Everything's warm. Uh. Can I cast Detect Magic? Okay. I want to Uh, basically work out whether this is an illusion or whether this is real. The overwhelming amount of magic immediately gives you a crippling headache. Do I still have those uh, glasses that Jasper gave me back in the bright room of suffering? I put those on and I'm just like, no one talk to me. No talk me, I angie. (laughs) No talk, I angie and migraine. I would examine the viewfinder. Okay. Um, 
Roll me an investigation check, please. What's up? Moira's doing that. Are the rest of you doing anything? I examine the ocean as a high elf, like, as a simic hybrid. Like, can I look at this water? Does it look like normal water? That's, I want to examine this ocean. Okay. Roll me a nature check. Alright. I don't get to roll those very often. Love it. 19 for me, Kate, by the way. Okay. Not very good. Uh, that is a 13. Okay. Even with that 13, you can immediately tell. At least the water's real. This is absolutely... I know that we are dealing with some very powerful people here at this prison and everything like this, but still, this is insanely powerful things we are dealing with. This is actual, like, ocean water, or some sort of water. This is, like, real stuff here, folks. Hopping back to Moira, you investigate. I call it a viewfinder. I've actually got tower viewer written down in my notes. Okay. I had to look up the proper name for these. Looky thing. The looky thing. It's... looks fairly ordinary from a first glance, but looking closer you can see around the little handly bits there are just rows of razor-thin teeth and a small plaque that says the blood of you to see the view of yours. Have we lay this information to the others? just kind of draws a dagger, stabs their yeah. hand, and, like, puts blood on it. Okay. You take five piercing damage immediately. Ow. But I assume you look into it, then. Yeah. Can you make me a strength save, please? Ah, uh, yes. All that strength I have. That's eight. Plus nothing. Okay. Okay. When the view comes into focus the first thing that hits you kind of literally are the screaming winds of a blizzard gets in your eyes in your your ears but as you attempt to look around you realize you've only got one point of view and looking through but you're sat down in a wooden watchtower with a sniper rifle in your lap you see pair of arms encased in thick winter clothing but even then you can feel the cold biting through you look up and you look out through the little gaps in the tower and you can just about make out the shapes of the mountains but it's hard to see anything at all are there any distinguishing features to whoever this is I'm looking through like they're in winter clothes, but is there anything like to use their sniper rifle? They can't have their gloves on. Things. No. At the moment, it's just laying across their lap, like they're not intending to use it. They look up, and across, as a human, it's got a big beard, and the gaps that aren't Amateur. covered in a big beard. It's like a gingerish brown color. You can see they did have face tattoos at some point, and they're just holding a thing of chewing tobacco. Little strands of tobacco are flying everywhere. Smoking's bad for you. They look over at you. What? If I move my head, does my view move as well? 
Or is it a static thing of I'm possessed whoever this is? Make me a wisdom save at advantage. Uh, at advantage, that's a 17. Okay. Your view isn't very clear when you move your head, but you can still see what's going on around you. I just kind of, I naturally kind of go, huh. Does an actual voice come out? Not from you. Thank God. If you say it out loud, the, the others can see you hanging on to the viewfinder and just going, huh. <laughs> so I saw it's in the mountains. Are there any other distinguishing landscape bits? Roll me perception, please. Roll me at disadvantage, though, because the weather. Shard's seen blizzards, but this is on a whole other level. Also, it's bright white snow, so. Yeah. It's fairly dull, but the snow is bright. Uh, at disadvantage, that's still 21. Okay. Plus ten. <laughs> you glance around, and then movement catches your eye below the watchtower. It's just a piece of tent canvas flapping in the wind. But it's a camp, and it clearly fits the map that was in that box. Can I kind of withdraw? Yeah. And I immediately like pull out the blueprint and I'm just looking at that. The blueprint. It matches what you've just seen. Obviously, the, the angles are there. What does the say exactly on the viewfinder? The blood of you to see the view of yours. Charlie, you alright? You just showed me a blizzard, a camp in a blizzard in the mountains. Right. It's identical to this. There's a little timer on top of the viewfinder. Blood of you to view. To see a few of yours. As much as we're not related by blood, Corey is mine. What is the timer on it for OADM? Shard has about 45 seconds left if they want to look again. Shard, can you? I mean, this is going to sound odd. Can you put that into the group chat? Okay, I stick my face in it and see if I can open message. What's Shard's Arcana modifier? Uh, four. That's four. Make me a wisdom save and add your Arcana modifier. Amusingly, my, my intelligence is only plus two, but Jack of all trades means I add half my proficiency bonus to all the skills I don't have. That is an 18. It comes out blurry as anything. But... Ow, ow. Squinting? The, peop- the others in the group chat could just about make it out. Shard. Mi- Sorry, after you. No. I, said, I can barely see this. Can you make it any clearer? You just get a series of swear emojis back. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking painful for a drow to send this bright white image to their eyeballs. Shard, can you make me one more perception check, please? It's okay. At disadvantage. Dr. Crook 20. But the lowest of those is at 22, because thank God for plus 10. <laughs> the view starts to fade, because the timer hits the end. As it does, 
Whoever you're viewing through takes off their gloves to pick up the gun properly. They have humanoid hands. Well, almost humanoid. What's that look for? I'm suspicious of you. <laughs> what? Me? <laughs> Your entire existence makes me suspicious. Gee, thanks. Wow! We were friends. <laughs> I'm sorry, who just put the date of the fucking... A date that no one should know in a box that Moira fucking hands to me? The one who's been taking the creep shots, I guess? <laughs> who's been taking creep shots of me? I'm not beach body ready. Ever. Roll me one more d20, please. It's a 15. Training a ranger. I should imagine they often got into scrapes. You absolute bastard. It's <laughs> a lot. Yes, he would have. Corey would have had a bad friction burn on his left hand from when he was learning to shoot his bow. And it kind of scarred. Well, unless there's some other person with peach toned skin, there's definitely a burn there. As the viewfinder clicks out, and all you can see is darkness. Shot immediately stabs their hand again and tries to put blood in again. You take another five points work. of damage, but nothing comes up. Fuck's sake. Are you messing with us? Well, I mean, the inscription was fairly targeted. I glare at the viewfinder. The viewfinder stands and does not do anything. You win another object. Charlie, why don't you try it? More important than her, your brother. More important her blade. I can cut myself. Thank you. I wipe my blood off so Charlie doesn't get any blood like transmitted infections. More sheaths her blade. <laughs> I, I have a, I have darts, so I'll just use a dart to cut my hand. I mean, or you could just use the teeth that are on the handles of the viewfinder. Oh, it's not teeth, is it? Yeah. I don't trust that. It'll give us tetanus. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I, my, my darts are somewhat sanitary compared to other things, because I never use them, so okay. I'll cut my hand with the dart. You give the viewfinder your nice blood deposit. Om nom nom nom, tasty blood. Okay. Takes a few seconds for anything to come into focus. But you open your eyes, as it were, and you're looking at a river and somebody cleaning a fairly deep cut on their arm into it. And you can hear them muttering. Fuck. As they put more water into it. It doesn't seem severe, and when they finish doing that, you stand up and just look around before heading back up the hill behind you, where there's a little camp. It's a very little camp. It's got a tiny little campfire and a pack of things. There's a can of something resting next to the fireplace. The person glances over that, and then they go a bit further into the trees. Run me a d20 and tell me what you get, please. Free. Okay. They move through. 
and suddenly crouch down as they get to the, towards the edge and look through the bushes. And maybe you're a little bit distracted, but it takes you a few moments to recognize what you're looking at. It's the base where you were all captured. The shield is down, the bins are all back in place, and there's soldiers milling about aimlessly. Do you look for anything? Something I really can look for, is there? You can try. No, it's not what I can look for, because it's through his eyes, so... Well, I've seen everything he's looking at before. So do you just keep watching? Yeah, for as long as I can. Okay. Let's see. He observes the camp for a good two or three minutes. He watches as one soldier pushes another into a ditch. But then, perhaps he was spotted. Somebody raises the alarm. And they start moving towards him. So from what you see, he quickly gets up, runs back in, and kicking some snow and other bits of debris over the fireplace, before grabbing the pack and just running into the trees. And there's running. You've got about two minutes left on the viewfinder. If there's anything you want to try and look for. Do I recognise anything in the direction he's running? Hmm. Make me a history check. I'm good at these. 14 minus 1. Okay. It's not that familiar to you until he comes out on a pathway. The trees well, what's left of the trees. They seem oddly familiar. And it's not until he passes a big rock where you remember leaving Kindra, Targ, and Ned that you realise where he is and what was the forest. Then he stops. Because to my memory... Correct me if I'm wrong. Did Charlie ever collect her quarter staff? I don't remember picking it back up. He stops because he stands on something in the ash and the snow. He picks it up. And you do recognise your quarter staff. With the dragons on the handle. And he seems to clearly recognise it as well. But then, that's when the viewfinder starts to fade. And everything for it goes black. Uh, I took five damage for doing the viewfinder, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. As I like finish looking at it I just 
There's just a big cipher in Charlie. He's alive. I think, for now. He was looking at the base. Oberon has his arms behind his back, like crossed, and hasn't looked back. He's just staring out towards this ocean. He hasn't looked towards the viewfinder or anything. He hasn't said anything to anyone. I don't know. Maybe he'll be alright. He's a tougher bastard than I am. Moira? Then I gesture. The viewfinder is free if they want to use it. Um. No, I'm alright. Oberyn? Oh, unless you're gonna carry on staring out to sea. Oberyn? Either you or one of your girls want to have a go on this? Can I see anything, like, out to sea? Like, does it look like there's anything off in the distance? Mm. You make me a perception check, please. Uh, that is an 18. Okay. It looks fairly ordinary. You're walking to see it over and it isn't, like, turned around at all. Honestly, I don't care. I don't care what is in that viewfinder. It does not... It does not affect me as we are. We need to keep going. We need to find our way out of here. We need to escape. We need to go. I don't care what the viewfinder will show me. Nothing it will show me will make anything better in this moment. Nobrin will turn back to all of you. We need to go. I don't know if it's across this ocean or if it's back down these stairs to some other hellhole, but these trials are not completed and we must complete them. We must escape. We need to go. We cannot be here. I cannot be here. DM, is there any other way from where we are? Is it you kind of into the water pretty much or back into the tunnel? Um, there's the open water and there's the beach hut. Those are your options. Okay. Beach hut, I think after saying that, Oberyn would just begin to stalk towards the beach hut to see at least what that is. Okay. Moira glances at the um, thing and like... Should I? Up to you, Moira. I'll kind of follow after Oberyn, muttering under my breath about how the... how the scientist must have taken his last inch of compassion as well, because Jesus fucking Christ. How big is this thing? What thing? The viewfinder. Moira might have to crouch slightly to use it. 
It's made of metal, isn't it? Yeah. I was looking through to see if I, if I could find a way of like, dragging it with me sort of thing. But no, that's okay. No. Well, we'll leave it behind and leave. Give the others. Okay. As Oberyn stalks across and opens the beach shut, I'm not sure if he does it violently or calmly. It's uh, kind of like an aggressive calm where it, it's he almost rips the door open, but then realizing at the last second that this situation could get worse, it is the aggressive kind of steely resolve of opening a door. Okay. You open it. And the spiral staircase is no longer there. Instead, you have a long, flat tunnel. Ishard, tunnel's your favourite. It's a mossy cave with glowing moss. Hey, moss. See, I wasn't being harsh or nasty. It was exactly the sort of thing you need right now. Yeah, you don't need to explain it. It doesn't help. It was more for the benefit of a tape. <laughs> I wouldn't be. Yeah. There's moss here. That means there's a water source around here as well. You know, that's not salt water. This is good. So we won't die. So, who leads the way this time? Moira. Okay. <laughs> Moira, le- Moira, storm, Moira. Marches forward um, confidently. Okay. Shard is behind Moira with their like 300 feet of dark vision, like. 300 feet oh. of dark vision, which butt? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think having Neil, I think having alert to hand, I will probably carry on sticking to the back. Okay, because shot every time Alex says alert this episode. <laughs> so it's twice. <laughs> That would put Oberyn in the middle then, because Jasper is probably trailing far behind. Uh, Oberyn would probably have kind of waited for one last second, gazing at the ocean and thinking of just going that way. But then, yeah, taking the middle, heading into the cave. <laughs> Sad Oberyn noises. Look, this is the closest I'm getting to my home for the rest of my existence, so shut up. Luckily for Oberyn, this cave isn't massively long. It takes you a few minutes to cross for it. Before you come to another door. Is that not actually a door? It's a bead curtain. You can't see through it. Moira's hair gets tangled in it. <laughs> I assume Shard has never seen a bead curtain before. <laughs> the beads rattle when Shard touches them. It's like a cat attacking the blinds. It's just like... What is this? Foreign object. Why would hold them open for shard? Eh. <laughs> Why can't I see? Oh, takes glasses off. <laughs> shard sees all now. Shard is batting it like a cat. Oh, my father's talked about these. These were popular like three centuries ago. Swing this hard enough, you can give someone a concussion. No, Blanche, it is not for eating. I don't I don't care what you think they look like. They are not food. You 
don't know what they eat. Maybe they Which do. Which one's Blanche? Upper left, bottom right. As you say that, one of the tentacles is literally just directly into your face, Moira, without you being, like, without anything from uh, over and happening. Oh, hi, Blanche. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> so you're it's... Blanche. Okay, got you. Understood. Okay, respect. Just get a toothy kind of unfurling of the disgusting tentacle face right in yours. Take out like some of my chalk and try to draw like a little triangle on Blanche's head so we can tell which one Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> I believe is it Rose who's also fairly distinct at the moment for having a dent from where the skin stealer tried to eat her. I'd say Rose has a there's a if you look at the actual tentacle, Rose has bite marks on him still, so that's the only one you can tell any difference of though. And now the small triangle on apparently Blanche or Rose's or Blanche's snout. There is now a minute of shard wrangling tentacles to draw different shapes on them. What shapes does shard draw on them? Uh, give me the names of them and I'll tell you what shape first comes to my head. Dorothy. Star. And B. Hexagon. And, I, I mean, if you want, you can put a shape on Rose, but she's already... Cube! <laughs> Perfect. Rose has a lovely 3D shaded cube. It's not very good, because Shard is not an artist, but hey. They each get a little pat on the head for staying still. So don't you bitch at me. You are all the ones who didn't move when she was drawing on you. Shard is now in your face. <laughs> So Charlie, whilst all this is going on, what are you doing in front of the beaded curtain? I guess I'll peek through the beaded curtain. Charlie peeks through the beaded curtain. Dramatic silence. There is nothing. As in, you just can't see through it. Charlie, I'll go through it, we can't. Moira grabs Charlie by the arm. Link's arm and walks through, walks through, the, through the, uh, Charlie's like, the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Through the curtain. <laughs> Lady D, stop doing that to Charlie. How tall is Moira again? Lady M. A billion feet tall and a half. Six six in shoes, I believe. Six six in the heels. We're at the but, heels. But to us, that's about ten and a half foot tall because it's funnier. Eight inches taller than Charlie. Everyone's taller than Moira's taller than all of us. It's just mad eight fucking inches taller in heels. How do you think Shard feels? I'm five nine. This is this is weird. It's like oh god. I'm five three. (laughs) Five eleven. Tiny. Yeah, Moira's tiny drow noises. Yeah, basically escorts Charlie through the curtain. I did read an interesting fact the other day. Apparently, by being 5'3, Shard is a lot taller than the average drow. Woohoo! Above average. But yes. Moira and Charlie go into the beaded curtain. It makes a happy swishing noise. And then they vanish. Bye. I lowered the chalk from where I was about to draw an octagon on over it. <laughs> 
Yes, maybe it's not time for art class, Sharp. If you insist on giving them weird names, we need to be able to tell them apart. I, I did not give them the names. It's not my fault they're talking to me in my head and they are individuals. They get told me what their names were. I'm still curious of what the fuck sparked tentacles growing out of your back, but, you know. You know, honestly, Shard, I am as well. Apparently, I'm not done, as the wonderful individual who did this to me would say. I am still a work in progress. His death's a work in progress. As you say that, you see all four of the tunnels kind of almost like snap. Yes, it's well. Gonna be happy snap, so you and I are going to have problems, I say to the tentacles. I will put you all in separate timeout corners. Don't test me. Well, that would be very awkward. All right. Let us go before the other two get us into problems that we can't handle. And I will proceed through the beaded curtain. I like edge through it, like, ugh. Shard does not care for the beads touching them. Stop touching me! Jasper is a gentleman, he will hold the beads out of the way for Shard. Thank you, Jasper. Although he's never seen a beaded curtain either, it occurs to me. Oh, they clink against his armor. Tiny clinks. Tiny clinks. Oh wait, no, I'm I'm not pleased with you right now. I can't do that. Sad noises. Okay. So now that the others have decided to join you, Charlie and Moira, you're no longer standing in random darkness going, hmm. This is unpleasant. As everything around you turns. And you're stood on a platform. This one's about 20 foot long. And you have a little shadow man stood on the end, just chilling there. There's a 15 foot gap beyond this platform. And then another platform. I'm such a fucking wordsmith, like for real. <laughs> this one has... The best way I could describe it is it looks like the shadow men have a shadow ox just standing there. And as everybody comes through, the shadow man chilling on your platform looks up and stares at all of you. Hmm. Is he not going to say anything? Hello? Hello? Maybe the Shadow Man also has a little badge on him saying it's my first day. Aww. Oh. <laughs> How's your first day going? <laughs> going good. I like this job. What is thumbs up. Where's my job? Ah, yes, my job. That is why I'm here. <laughs> Does your job involve killing us? No. Okay, good. Pretty good. That's my job. Shut up, Moira. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow man is tiny. He's about four foot tall. 
stares so really up into to... the abyss. <laughs> really has to crane up to look at Moira. My job is to explain rules. Oh, good. More fucking rules. Oberyn, be nice. It's their first day. Go ahead. It's very simple rules. You have to pull beast, and he points back at the shadow orcs, into the pit. How hard can that be? How strong are you? Well, let's face it, there, there, aren't, there are now, you know, there's four, five, there's down, there's down nine of us here, all right? So. Ah. As you say that, Oberyn, can you make me a perception check, please? Wow, that's not a way to start. Uh, that is... shit, that's only a 15. Okay. It's taken you a few moments to notice, although you could probably hear it from the maybe the screaming. Your tentacles are all muzzled, for a lack of better term. What the hell? This is Can I still hear them in my head? Oh yeah, they just can't use their jaws at the moment. Well, what the... I don't know! I did not do that to any of you. I don't... Why are you all screaming at me at once? I had nothing to do with this. Alright, you little fuck! And I'm gonna charge towards this shadow man to try and grab him. Can I just... Not him? Can you what? Can I just kind of like get him by his like the collar and just be like, no. Shardcast, can you not? Yeah, Shardcast. I, I cast <laughs> I cast command on Oberyn to stop. Oh, that can't go horribly at all, but go ahead. Me just wants to grab him so he behaves. Yeah, but I'm thinking thinking drow much shorter, so I'm thinking you got a, a more of a chance here. Okay, so this is a wisdom saving throw. Make it it's not roll wisdom. wisdom. Ah, yes. The, let's have the druid roll wisdom. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Uh, that's a Does Oberyn become aware that you've just done that? Oh, it, it, it's not subtle. Moira yells stop, and Oberyn does not stop. That's literally it. I do feel the magic kind of try to course over me as Moira yells stop and grabbing before fully trying to grab this shadow man I will turn back okay Moira I swear to god did you just try and cast magic on me what have we just I'm trying to stop you doing something you're gonna regret if you hurt him this place will hurt us I'm gonna stand, go just kind of shuffle in front of Shadow Boy. Look, I get frustrated by the face as well, okay? I wanna get out of it too. Attacking him is not gonna help. He's probably not responsible for it. Hate the right person, don't hate the game. Okay? At this point, all four of the muzzled tentacles are like almost just like they're right in Moira's face. Like all four of them, as Obert is just slowly walking towards him. Moira, I have a lot of things going on in my head currently. And let's be honest, it's a good 
thing that I didn't kill you the moment that we met. So maybe don't fucking push your luck. As all four of the muzzle tentacles are literally just surrounding your face and Oberyn is now within probably about a foot of you as well. Now listen, I wasn't going to kill that man over there, but as you can see, something has taken my tentacles ability to open their mouths and they were very upset about it. So I was just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here. Okay? Thanks! Well, now you stop running at him, ask nicely. Yes? Also the fact, it's his first day. You think he, they put him here and suddenly have the ability to muzzle your tentacles. They were very clear about not cheating. This is probably them stopping us from cheating. And for, and for greatest of respect as well to, to remember, he doesn't exactly look like the sort of person who on their first day has the ability to do this sort of magic. Just a small shadow man hiding behind me. Your all's ability to try and defend the ones that are our captors and working with our captors is always vastly amazing. But you're right, yes. Let us deal with Shadow Man and be oh so kind to one of the people who is working with those who have both imprisoned us and now basically sentenced us to death. Okay, but you're you right. Not, Shut your fucking mouth. My son works with the military and people who have done this kind of shit to us. Not willingly. Jasper works for these worked for these people. Not fucking willingly. Have you heard of the phrase under duress? Not everyone can come from a noble family. And yes, you got dealt a shit hand. And yes, that scientist is a bastard. But you got to live quite happily. You weren't one of the races that woke up every day and wondered if someone was going to come charging in, burn your homes to the ground and claim it was for the good of the realm. So shut the fuck up. Do what you're told. And maybe we'll get through this. Oberyn's face didn't even like change expressions at all as he just stared back at Shard yelling at him. Are we done? Are you done being you... an asshole to everyone we come across? Shard, as I've said to you before, I like you better when you're angry. And also... I don't always think that you understand exactly the vastness of what's going on in this situation. But I'll stop yelling at the Shadow Man if that will make you happy at this moment. And I swear to God, if one of you says another word, ladies, I am going to slap all of your tentacles off of you right now. No, you cannot bite any of them. Yes, I am mad at all of them. No, I am not going to kill them. Was I having that whole conversation out loud? Yes. Yes. Good. Excellent. And Oberyn just will turn and, like, walk to the other edge of the platform without saying another word to anyone. <laughs> Whilst Oberyn turns to, turns to walk away, Moira will t- turn to Charlie and Shard and say, thank God they're on the group chat. <laughs> then turn back to walk towards them. Know, they're pretty nice. I like the, at the moment, I like the tentacles more than I like him. That's not saying great deal. Anyways, it's... I turn around. Sorry about that. <laughs> 
Shadow Man looks terrified. <laughs> Sorry, it has been a very stressful few months. Yes. And he is not very good at directing his anger at the correct people. Looks right. I mean, that's fair enough. I, 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 I just want to state I have no magic. Okay. okay. I didn't. I didn't do that. But that's okay. automatic. Okay. I thought so. Anyone okay. with a brain cell thought so. Right, so we need to get the ox into the pit. <clears throat> Rules are simple. Just need to get the ox into the pit. It's as simple as it sounds. You have to pull it in. So we have to pull it in. That's the rule. Yeah. Pull as in physically or? Yeah. And he reaches around to the edge of the platform and starts pulling up a rope. Ah, damn it. We do it from this platform, do we? Yes. And he'd lean in and say to Moira, take off your heels, trust me. Moira takes off her Moira does take off her heels. Puts on her boots. It's very simple. The ox won't fall far. But the ox will activate a pressure plate, which will lower the rest of the bridge so that you can carry on your way. Right, everyone, I guess. Charlie, you go near the front. You're strongest. Jasper, you want to go somewhere near the back. You're this also one of the strongest. This explains why they would have put the, the muzzles so they couldn't have extra so the girls couldn't help Oberyn. Makes perfect sense. Oberyn, grab onto the rope. Oberyn walks over, grabs onto the rope. Okay. So, I need two things from everyone. What order are you going in? I think I'm at the front. Shard said. Before we start, I'm giving everyone bardic inspiration. Uh, Oberyn would probably take the back. The Shadow Man pipes up. You can you can have some time to discuss if you need it. Then you can fuck right the fuck off, you little fucker. Oberyn! <sighs> Just tune him out, I say to the Shadow Man. Tiny Shadow Man, four foot tall. Goes and sits sadly on the platform. What was your name, by the way? I don't have one. You want one? Let's call him Shad. No. Let him pick his own name. Um, I will think. He sits there, thinking pose. <laughs> so, just to, just to check, Mr. Shadow Man, um, it's just the five of us that can do this, yeah? Yeah. Now I'm gonna have my phantom steed to help. Fair enough. <laughs> Just a horse at the end of the rope. I'm gonna <laughs> Yeehaw! I thought maybe lashing it. Let the thought maybe calling it upon an ox, but never mind. Okay. The horse from um, Tango's. 
Look, can't do that, so okay. Moira will um, grab the rope and uh, pull it round and race. Whips out the flute and just goes honk. <laughs> the flute is back. Um, as as we start a toll on the rope, I will hold my symbol of the traveller and cast bless, and I will give. That's for an Oberyn are definitely stronger than me, so I will give it to Moira, Sharon, and me. Because I think it doesn't say I can't give bless to myself. Mm. So I'm assuming I can. I'm not entirely sure of this. I'm going to try casting a spell, um, which is going to help me. But I'm not entirely sure I'm going to be allowed to do this or not. Uh, I'm going to cast Alter Self. Of uh, what purpose? To add more weight to myself. Moira makes herself chocolate. Moira, Moira gets fat. <laughs> Moira attempts to make herself fat. Actually, it was just a, more, more of a big ass. Moira becomes it? beef. Yeah. Moira becomes beef for about four seconds. And then and Moira the unbeefs and takes four points of psychic damage. Oh, okay. Okay. Have I'm you ever seen the Ballad of DBZ when Stell attempted to blow himself up? It looked a lot like that. Sorry, I do I roll my eyes good. at this because this is classic Moira. <laughs> to be fair, that was, me, that, was, that, that was Moira thinking that actually wasn't a bad plan, but uh, Moira tried. In like when you tried is to cast just... Tiny Hut when you kept taking damage, yeah. Is it um, just Moira or does Bless fail as well? Just Moira. Huh, okay. I guess it's stuff that will like help you know Stuff that will help you is fine. Stuff that actively changes your ability to pull is bad. Okay. What do you need from us, DM? Again, who's. What order is everyone going in? Oh, sorry. Um, I will go probably just behind Charlie, if that's the way. Charlie, Moira, Shard, Jasper, Overing. Okay. It's a drow elf sandwich. <laughs> Are you smirking, Alex? I know. I'm smirking because I know we're in trouble. Because we're not very. We're not very. Because this is going to use strength, I reckon, and we're not a very. Strong group in the long run. Oh, I'm correct, yes. No, you cannot use athletics. I'm rolling on a plus two then. Okay. On the other platform with the ox, it's attached to the other end of the rope. There's another little shadow man over there, holding some sort of whip. Can everybody make me a strength save and add your con modifier to it? Oh, I will do that. I'm so much strong. 
strength saving throw, did you say? Yep. Plus kill modifier. Yep. 28. 25. Okay. Bad. Is that a what? Two. Which is con plus one, by the way. I rolled a nat one. I rolled a nat 20. Plus you... one, plus two. Okay. Moira, can you make me a deck save very quickly, please? Moira breaks her knees. That's a crit 20. <laughs> Your feet slide out from underneath you, but you manage not to kick Charlie in the ankles. Basically, I'm basically I'm like, like, my, my feet, like, pull up in the air. I basically, like, I went from it, I'm bear hiding the rope, and then, and then I'm like, like drop this a bit down again. <laughs> is Moira wearing socks on a varnished floor whilst no, trying to it, do this? It, that's the impression. The, the boots got no grip, it turns out. <laughs> the heels would have been better. So, we had Charlie, Shard, Oberon, and Jasper all like, Ugh! when the rope was pulled and Moira just went, poof, <laughs> straight down. Bye. The sound of Oberon shaking his head echoes <laughs> through the entire cavern area. Hearing five heads shake. Okay, nope, that definitely didn't work. Okay, can you all roll me a strength to save again, please, then? Okay, save again. A modifier on, or is that just the first row? That was just the first one for now. I assume you're just trying to pull it straight over into the pit. That's uh, 12. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. 17. Okay. Okay. You'll start pulling, and now that Moira is not on her ass, it seems to be going well. Until the rope jerks forward, and the ox starts pulling you from the other side. I think we, is it like facing away from us, the ox? Yes. The other little shadow man's just giving it a good whipping. From behind? Yes. Okay. You just keep attempting to pull it? Anything else we can do apart from keep trying to pull with them? Heart is half expecting you to try electrocuting the rope or something. I'm not entirely sure how that would help here. I've learned. Uh, to be fair, Moira doesn't make the same mistake twice. Multiple mistakes, but never the same one. Harvey wants to try something, but I'm also aware that he'll probably get me murdered, so I'm like, that's what it is. I kind of want to do a minor illusion of, like, I don't know, a mouse or a, something in front of the ox, just to kind of spook it so it'll stop, or like back pedal. You can if you want. And try. It's if it actually appears and doesn't then murder me in the face, the creature would need to make an investigation check against it. Okay. 
see. So that's what Shard's going with. Yeah. I actually have nothing written down for this, so I'm going to call that flat, and that's a flat nine. My saving throw is a seventeen, so it's up to you what how it reacts, but I basically just kind of I get like a field mouse, so it's just kind of there like <laughs> The Shadow Ox, although it does not speak, it goes, hmm. <laughs> 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 Where did this come from? And it stops in its tracks. Hmm. Well. So you're pulling again? Yeah. Okay. I'm just aggressively glaring at where this illusion is. Okay. Oh. I'm getting some solid rolls. That is a natural 20. 23. 18. 5, because Shard is too busy focusing on this. <laughs> wow, the Shadow Ox is super focused on the mouse. Although it does start when it is whipped violently. As it's rolled day to beat your combined total and it drags you forward a bit farther. Damn it! That was really close to the mouse. How close am I to... Oh wait, no, the ox got dragged, or did we get dragged? You got dragged. It beat your roll. How close am I to the edge? Close is Charlie to the edge. Very. She spent far too long with the party. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm Tish. I've got about ten foot in front of you. Shit! Wait, which side... Do we know which side the whole pressure plate thing is on? It's in the dip, but the party's weight wouldn't be enough to activate it. I wasn't on that, because if it was like just underneath, then I'd suggest we let go of the rope and the difference in momentum would have the ox just heat itself off the edge. The ox is walking away from you, though. That'd be funny, though. I mean, it would be. The ox just goes, Wee! <laughs> what if we get over to speak to the ox? Is that a good time right now? No, everyone's a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, but if you, you get the ox then charge at us, he'll yeet himself into the pit. That's true. Hey, Oberyn, wanna piss off this ox? <laughs> well, it's either that or I'm going to start killing shadow men here in a moment. That would not help the situation at all. Well, if the ox isn't getting whipped, I think it would less be likely to be moving. <laughs> How about that for helping the situation, Shard? You saw what happened when Moira tried to intervene. I will s- scream across the uh, cavern. Hey, ox! The ox says nothing in reply. I know you can hear me. Your mother was a cow. I move the mouse closer to him. (laughs) (laughs) Not how big a vision is going. The ox opens its mouth to speak. And can all of you make me a con save, please, as a deafening sound of interference. 
just washes through the air. Okay. What, what thing with con? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Is that sake. part of inspiration to saving throws? Yes. Okay. You can add it to basically anything except damage. That won't help, but quit one. And I'm going <laughs> to add this. I got a 16. Let me check if I get a thing on me trait quickly. Oh. Do. Okay, with bless, with my roll, con modifier, bless, and bardic inspiration, I got a dirty 20. Shard? 19. Okay. Moira starts bleeding from the ears. Ah! <laughs> Why is blood dripping on me from above? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's raining blood. Hallelujah! <laughs> Would hate damage. Well, I wasn't going to, but now that you've asked, <laughs> now that you've asked, <laughs> you take three points of damage. Okay. As it yeah. feels like part of your brain might have just collapsed in on itself. <laughs> yeah, Moira. I don't think talking to the orcs is going to help. It was an idea. Sorry. Do you still have like spike growth and shit over? Oberyn goes real quiet. No. What oh, damn it! I'm gonna suggest we like fuck with the ground in front of it. In better terms, make it make it difficult terrain. Make it ouchy for the ox. Make it oxy ouchy. <laughs> I'm at the back of the line, right? Yeah. Um. Can I pull out my bow and attempt to fire an arrow at the other shadow guy who's whipping the ox? Okay. You do that. And the rest of you, can you make me a straight save at disadvantage, please? Oh, yep. he's letting go of it, of course. Yes. Yep. I, I don't have that many hands. <laughs> what you do? Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, 15. Alex. Close is a 10. On. Fuck's sake, you two! Okay. That would have been a bloody 24. Jasper, save us! That's not enough to see. Damn it, Jasper! <laughs> it's probably a good time to point out, because of the, there's only one of them versus all of you, the ox gets plus 30 to this roll. And as Oberyn lets go of the rope, it's almost comical. Everybody else just goes across the floor. <laughs> ah! If he misses this shot now, I'm going to kill him. Busy! <laughs> really? Okay. Roll an attack roll on the ox, please. I don't want to attack the ox. I want to attack the oh. shadow, the guy with the whip. Whippy boy. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not going to hurt the ox. The ox is just doing its job. The other guy's whipping the fucking ox. I don't know, Oberyn's kind of unpredictable these days. <laughs> has a tendency to, act, to attack people just doing their job. Well, there's five separate voices in Oberyn's head all saying different things at all times. So yeah, you try and be a stable individual with that. Look, I've got three voices in my head, come on! Yeah, but at least the other two voices are sentient, smart objects, or things. Not uh, attack creatures that are like, can we eat that? Can we kill that? Should we eat that? Should we kill that? I really wish Bastard was more like that, it would make my life easier got rocked out in bastard it's hardly an upgrade <laughs> uh, that's a 24 to hit okay 
You let loose the arrow, and it flies through the air, and it hits the Shadow Man directly in the head, right between the eyes. Where he stops. <laughs> just seems kind of frozen for a moment. You can almost hear the, hmm, my brain not works so good now. But he does stop whipping. Although the ox is still trying to pull everybody. So. At the risk of incurring the wrath of the other players. Swear um, if you say witch bolt. No, 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 no. <laughs> Given that open leg go and we all went forward, how close to the pit are we now? How close to the pit is Charlie? <laughs> yes. I'm at the front. Charlie. You're about six foot off the pit now. That's less than Moira. Um, so what's Charlie Moira doing? from the pit. <laughs> one Moira from a pit, you are. Um, just try to get my grip. Just try to like use my feet to stop sliding. And shout over and grab the fucking rope again. As the party struggled to hold on, will Charlie meet her end in the bottom of a pit? What will happen to the rest of the party? Well, we'll just have to find out next time. This podcast was brought to you by me, Gary, in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Mattatag Productions.